0: Hello and welcome to the Bubbly and Baseball Podcast, hosted as always by Ed Hand and Bailey von Schneider. If you love drinking sparkling adult beverages and you also happen to love baseball, then we would love for you to join us. So, without further ado, here are Bailey and Ed. Alrighty, it appears that we are live. This is crazy. So this is going to be the first live bubbly baseball. I need to stop moving around so much because people can actually see me as I I do this uh, this time. Um, Yeah, so we thought we would try going live, uh, do a little outreach. Whether or not people watch it live, they can catch it on YouTube. Of course, you can always still catch it on anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, all of that. But we're excited because we have a new... Second baseman? Maybe potential future shortstop? I don't know.
1: He's, uh, you know, he's uh, second baseman Trevor Story. Uh, It's part of his name now, uh, his identity. He's no (laughs) longer a shortstop. Um, Maybe he never really was. Maybe he was always a second baseman playing shortstop. Maybe. Uh, We will find out. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of the big news for, uh, for Red Sox fans now. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted just looking. I forgot how much clothing i wear that has both my name and where i work on it uh, oh yes (laughs) they buy me like all of my clothes at this point so like my standard outfits all say regis college and have my name on them hey if
0: somebody gave me like free clothes i would wouldn't care honestly what it said i would wear the shit out of free clothes
1: (laughs) yeah no we're doing a lot of uh brand brand here brand yeah so go to regis Regis college scene yeah yeah go to regis
0: and drink soda stream Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's my bubbly. I made my own bubbly for my bubbly today. is
1: ginger ale because I'm still <laughs> medicated until uh April 5th. Not that it stopped me, but I'm not <laughs> supposed to be uh not supposed to be drinking right now, so I'm yeah. Not.
0: Uh, <laughs> we're taking yes. a little chill on the bubbly. <laughs> Speaking of
1: uh stories, though, um, what's your what's your view on the tra- on the on the story side? I'm...
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, they really. I mean, I don't necessarily think they needed, like needed, needed, needed to make a huge splash, but, but fans will, multiple fans will tell you that they needed to absolutely make this huge splash. But I'm like, eh. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did, if not for getting Trevor Story's bat into this lineup and really making this lineup even better. And there's still time to make the lineup even more better, like more better than Simon word. More Better. better more better uh to improve the lineup if you want to add like a Michael Conforto or you know there's a Tommy fan still out there there's people that you can you know because it's like you have like I know everybody's hang up right now in the lineup is like JBJ. it's my hang up too sorry we love you Jackie you seem like an absolute delight but I, I want you to have a bounce back and I think it's potentially there. Um, But Trevor Story adds insurance for our future as well, whether or not, because Xander Bogarts will, he's definitely opting out. He's a Boris client. Uh, He will opt out, and he will test the free agent market, whether or not the Red Sox want to bring him back. That's between Xander Bogarts and the Boston Red Sox organization. And if he doesn't come back, you have potentially somebody who can slot right in at shortstop to take over and be the bridge to uh, Marcella Meyer. So I, I think it's a, and I think it was a steal too, like, cause he was projected to get more than what he actually got. What did he,
1: uh, what were, what are the numbers yeah. there? Like, because the you were saying are, it's kind of an interesting deal. It is,
0: you. it really is. So it, it looks like straightforward 6,140, but it's so an average uh, salary of 23.3 And so it's pretty much average that, but it's interesting because he can opt out after 2025 with a $5 million buyout. But if he opts out, the team can then opt back in and add a seventh year.
1: That's really interesting.
0: I've never, I mean, there could be other contracts constructed like this. This is the first one that I've sort of noticed that has had something like that. People talk
1: about Bloom like not making moves and waiting forever and everything, but I mean, if you're making this kind of weird structured contract that we haven't really seen anything like, I can kind of kind of understand why it would takes so long.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, and I, I it's interesting that somebody would say like, oh, I want to opt out, but like if I opt out, you can opt me back in and add two more years to it. It's kind of an interesting thing. Like, does he opt out? So it almost seems that he opts out, but the Red Sox can opt in, and his opt-out is null and void because they've given the extra year to it, or they decline it, and then he just becomes a free agent. It's 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 very interesting. There, and there's a lot that could factor into that,
1: um, like why... They would want to opt in. Why he would want to opt out? Um, yeah, because you know there's the chance that that shoulder issue he has is real and he can no longer play shortstop anymore uh, if, if something happens there. There's a chance that they bring back Bogarts and then yeah. you know they're both here. And then what happens if uh, Marcella Mayer has like a Wander Franco like rise and he yeah, just he like blasts through there? You know, so it gives it kind of gives everybody some options and I think that that's uh, that that's good flexibility.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a a smart signing. I know people finally got excited because – but it was still really interesting because there was a, some interesting discourse about it all on Twitter that you had um, – Well, it's like we we talk about uh, who we podcast with, Ryan Brady, he was like, he's just waiting and waiting for uh, Bloom to just sign somebody more than two years. So when he did that and he showed that and he showed that he was going to invest in a very good player, like Ryan Brady was, he was excited. He was like, oh, yeah, he did what I wanted. I'm so excited. And then you have other people that wanted Bloom to do something and then he did it and they're still bitching. So I don't. I really don't understand these fans. Like truthfully, uh,
1: I mean, I I think that it's just that they like to complain. I think that they've decided that they don't like Bloom and they didn't expect him to do something that if someone else did it, they might agree with it. Um, I'm I have honestly my feelings towards Trevor's story. I um have never thought that he's that good. I don't mean that he's a bad player, but I've never, I've always thought he was kind of like a tier below the Xander Bogarts and the Carlos Correas and all of those guys. Oh um, yeah. I mean, cause there's just so much, there's so much talent at the shortstop position right now. And you know, he's by no means a bad player. I mean, he's got a career five twenty-three slugging percentage. He steals bases. He can hit for power, plays good defense. Um, but I, I just didn't, I guess I just didn't quite see him as being like a fr- the franchise player that people are saying he was. I thought he was like the fourth or fifth best shortstop out there in this class, even with Corey, uh, uh, Seager, and Simeon all ahead of him. But, you know, Simeon's doing the same thing as him and playing second base. So, yeah. I don't know if he counts.
0: And I think Simeon is probably a better shortstop than Seager is as well. But, you know, Seager got. The monster contract, um, but I think it proved with you know six like that felt like people were thinking like six even like it feels like that's the the player got the right money that you would allocate to him and if you can have potentially moving forward a lineup you know depending up on whatever Xander and the Red Sox decide on if you can have a lineup with both of them in it that's that's awesome and I think and Red Sox stats also showed uh, a spray chart of like fit, like story is that swing is great for Fenway he like at one point I think in 2019 had he played in Fenway they were like oh he was probably had like 45 home runs that's crazy
1: yeah, I mean, and he's hit 37 and 35 before. Of course, he's going to have to make contact with the ball to do that. The guy does strike out a lot. Um, and I know that that's more and more common uh, in today's game. But, uh, I mean, he led the league in strikeouts in 2017, 191, 168, 174. He did cut down a bit last year, though. He was got down to 139. So hopefully uh, yeah. that continues to trend. Yeah, um,
0: but, but like you say, Aaron Judge has had 200 strikeouts in the season that he probably should have won MVP. So like strikeouts, like you said, they're just on his par for the course now, really with some players, you know, to me, if you're going to hit me 45 home runs, you know, and you have like a 500 slugging and you're getting on base, part of me is like, yeah, strikeout, Like you know, uh, I know you're a contact guy. You really like contact. Ed yeah. likes the contact guys. Um, because, you know, like some people will try to say Joey Gallo's not good. And I'm like, eh, Joey Gallo's actually really good. And I'm a little scared about him and that short porch for a full season. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, these guys are going to – like these home run guys, they strike out. Like, look at, like, Aaron Judge is John Crawley. I mean, that's, like, you think we're going about story. Holy hell are the Yankees going to strike out, like, so much this season.
1: It's going to be a silly amount of strikeouts. The Yankees also, and I guess this is a little bit connected, the Yankee fans are really disappointed with um, their offseason. But I... (sighs) I don't know. Like these like like people deciding like who won the off season and who lost it. Like it always seems but to kind of by the end of the season nobody no you know it's like if if, if let me put it this way, if the winner of the off season would went on to win the World Series every year the San Diego Padres would have like four World Series by now.
0: Oh, absolutely. And it's it just proves what like an in 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 season trade can do too, like Solaire. Like they don't win down in Atlanta without like a trading for Solaire, like things like that, you know, people go off or, you know, so it's just like, you know, yeah, you're right. Like the off season doesn't really matter. I mean, I can understand where, there, there was the the hilarity of some Yankee fans that was like there was the uh yeah there was like story in a Yankee uniform. Yeah, it was Freddie Freeman and it was like all of the big stars. It was Matt like, Olson, Matt Olsen. Marte. Yeah, and it was like oh we got it, we're gonna get them all, and they got none of them. And so I mean, like you you believe that, and you go back to the days of where like Steinbrenner was like I want this guy. I'm getting this guy, and now it's just completely different about how they they work. And I understand being upset, but you could be. I I find the hilarity of everything is that I find that like the Yankees traded for like Isaiah Kanafalefa and Josh Donaldson only for the Minnesota Twins to be like, we getting Carlos Correa, <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> so- I believe I think it was last week when I said that the only like that the twins are going to end up with Korea because it's the only way this offset the, it yeah. just, just makes sense if the rest of the young. You nailed it. I think I think I deleted the tweet. Because I was Ugh. looking for it so I could retweet it again, and I was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta trust my stupid instincts Maybe more. Maybe you
0: said it on the podcast. We can go back and listen. I definitely, I definitely said it at
1: one point that it it's, was, like, the only way that this is going it to It makes lie. no
0: sense, but it also makes a ton of sense because technically it's a one-year deal, really. It really technically is. So he can go out and have a monster season. Like, he was really healthy last year if he really proves that he can be healthy two seasons in a row. Like, look out. He was only going to be 28. But it'd be interesting that you have Boris, He because Correa signed with Boris this offseason. So he's a Boris client now. Xander's always been a Boris client. So he's going to have like the two best shortstops sort of like pitting pitted against each other this upcoming offseason, which is, I, mean, I don't know if it's a great tactic or like a horrible tactic.
1: I mean, he wins no matter what. So oh, he's going to pull up the price. The on rich little, get
0: richer. For sure, like absolutely, but uh,
1: it's interesting. So we were—I—I um, I was busting Bailey's balls earlier because uh, she, you know, and she's not objectively. She's right that Trevor Story is a better defensive shortstop than Sandra Bogart says, <laughs> but he's not playing shortstop for the Red Sox, so you can't say that Trevor Story is a shortstop true. now. He's a second baseman. Um. <laughs> And a lot of people on Red Sox Twitter don't like that Xander is effectively doing a Derek Jeter move here and being like, um, this yeah. is my position. But here's here's where I am with that. I don't take defensive saber metrics particularly seriously. I think that there's um a lot that kind of can be manipulated with it and i don't think that they're particularly reliable so you know when that happens you have to go with the eye test a little more and i don't i, w- I would never say that xander bogarts is you know like Ozzy smith or andrew simmons or any of those guys but i also I, he's not like embarrassingly terrible he makes all the plays he just doesn't make any like extra ones
0: yeah he does hits his range is really not that great yeah, that's really but, what it is. But he's not gonna he's
1: not gonna totally kill you either.
0: So. No, no, I'm not worried. I'm yeah. if you're gonna talk about the infield, I'm more worried about those corners. <laughs> like really, like is is Dalbeck gonna take a huge jump at first, and or are you gonna and what what is Raphael Devers at their that's, base? Like,
1: yeah, that's a very like, good question. There, I'm
0: more worried about that than I'm ever worried about Xander and Story being. Yeah right there being double play partners no
1: i mean there's also a question of is story going to be able to make that seamless adjustment because you think on paper like oh well he should be able to do that but it's not always that easy sometimes like guys are very late start to spring oh yeah no and uh it's gonna be that that'll be really interesting to see and did well
0: with it but again that's a different person you know yeah
1: oh yeah and he's um you know, like, I just don't know the type of player that Trevor's story is, I guess, in that regard. We'll see. We'll find out very soon. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, like, the, there were just a bunch of people being like, oh, he's not a team player, blah, blah, blah. If he doesn't want to leave second base, why? And he's been, like, the mainstay on the team for this long. He's been the captain. Like, why are you yeah. making him do that?
0: And it's also, I think it's because he had passed a comment about being willing. So people will hold on to that little snippet and be like, well, you said you do it. But it's also like, I think he would be like, if you guys went out and got Carlos Correa, I might move to second base, but you're getting story. I'm not moving. And like, I understand that to a certain extent. And I understand with. He wants to have a monster season to whether or not the Red Sox pay him or somebody else pays him. And this has been his position and the idea of just switching, you know, like it could be detrimental to him and he doesn't want that. I mean,
1: remember when he was a rookie and like uh, Stephen Drew was the shortstop and they moved him to third and it kind of yeah, just threw- they- it kind of set back his development to full years, Andrew.
0: Yeah, so. no, he yeah, he was he played third base in the World Series
1: for us. Yep. Oh, and uh, yeah. but also the next season he played at yeah. he played third his rookie year and he, did, he didn't really have that great of a rookie year.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's what you feel most comfortable with and going into your, you know, your contract year, your your potential walk year, you want to get the most. And like no matter what this is how I look at it, you just willingly sign story for 23.3, so you have to automatically give Xander no less in my opinion than 25. So, um, and upwards, I, I don't think he's going to get Correa money because I know you don't like the durability of Correa, but talent wise, I and I love Xander, I believe that Carlos Correa is a, is a more talented player at shortstop. Mm. So he will get more money.
1: I, I would say that he certainly is a more, I, I would say that he is certainly the better defensive player. I don't know if he's a better offensive player. Ooh, i think he's a, i think when healthy
0: he's a lot better and That's i love so- xander i love xander
1: hey god i'm looking this I'm, i i just i wanted to see on paper what their yeah i uh, mean how their numbers compare it's just
0: like a definitely a health issue for sure like this last season Correa was healthy but he's definitely okay. struggles with health and oh. knock on wood xander's pretty uh, good
1: korea his uh slash line 277 Batting average 356 on base percentage, 481 slugging percentage. That's it's pretty good. Is that career? What that's Correa, yeah,
0: yeah, but for his career, or yeah, for or... his career, okay,
1: for yeah. his career, okay, okay. And uh, Xander, let's see here, Xander Bogarts. Uh, Bogarts is a career uh, 295 hitter. Oh, wait, sorry. That's, uh... Sorry, 290 hitter. Uh, 353 on base percentage, 459 slugging percentage. So, yeah, Correa's power is a little bit better, mm-hmm. 481 to 459. The on-base percentages are almost identical. Uh, 353 and, uh, 36- and, uh 356. And then Xander is has a better batting average. Yeah, but where Coria are the WRC
0: pluses yeah. around? So
1: it's, um... For that stat,
0: yeah, you on. Fa- that's only on FanGraphs, the WR.
1: Oh, I'm not on FanGraphs. I'm oh, on, on... Uh, base- I'm on Baseball Reference.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because FanGraphs is a uh, WRC plus. Um yeah. OPS plus is is their Baseball References like version of it. But um, I just think that there's like a dynamicness, like there's the just Korea that I just find enticing, you know and like yeah. the yeah i mean and i love xander i don't want xander to go i want xander to be here for his entire career just like i want rafael devers to be here for his entire career but we've just been proving time and time again that franchise players leave Mookie yeah. Betts, freddie freeman if freddie freeman cannot stay with the atlanta braves i have zero faith that anybody Anybody. I
1: still can't believe that he's he, not going to be on the Braves this year. That is
0: and the astonishing like, to me. You went to the Dodgers. Like, I get it's home, but at the same time, you went to the Dodgers. Like, I don't know. It's like it's like the Yankees of, like, which is also hilarious in and of itself. We're calling them, like, the new Yankees. The Yankees were a legitimate dynasty. A legitimate dynasty in the 90s to 2000 legitimate the dodgers have won championship and it was in a a shortened season i'm not calling it a mickey mouse i'm not doing any of that but it was still occurred within a shortened season the yankees literally won the world series in 1996 1997 1998 uh no not 97 so 96 98 99 2000 That happened. Like that literally happened. And they went to the World Series, I believe, in four straight seasons, because I know they went in 98, 99, 2000, 2001. Like that's a dynasty. The Dodgers are not a dynasty. They're (laughs) like, I'm sorry. And the Yankees, yeah, they spent a lot of money, but there was a lot of core youthful talent on that. Like a Jorge Posada, a Derek Jeter, like Bernie Williams was one of their own. like, yeah, sure. They made the, the right free agencies and the things, but like that 90s dynasty felt very homegrown as well most of the
1: dynasty teams, the homegrown players are the ones that make up the core and the three agents are kind of support pieces which mm-hmm. I think does make, especially when you think about what again, Bloom did, I don't, again I don't see Story as being a, necessarily like one of your main guys but mm-hmm. he's somebody that you need in order to win, you need guys like that, you need your JD Drews, you need your uh,
0: Absolutely Slot up slaps, yeah. man. Oh god, <laughs> yeah
1: where's, where's Story gonna bad? like 5th?
0: Like, that's crazy that Trevor Story is, like, fifth, potentially. And if you, like, let's say you add in a Michael Conforto or you trade for a Will Myers, let's say, because I think something could be brewing that they're going to be doing something for the outfield, whether it be a Conforto or whether it be a Will Myers or something. So think about that. That even, like, that top six, like, could bang that you, like, then go along. But even seven, if you're getting into Verdugo, and I'm expecting Verdugo to – have a breakout season. So then you're really extending it to seven for for Verdugo. You could be sending it to eight if you're including in um, Bobby Dahlback. So then that leaves what Vasquez is your potential only like automatic out, but I don't even want to say that he could really bounce back. He's been having a decent spring for himself. So like, I don't really like this lineup. Like you, you just add in one more piece for that, that outfield. Like this could be a damn, damn, damn good lineup.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's gonna be. I mean, everybody. It seems like in the East is gonna hit. Yeah. Oh, when you yeah. look at like yeah. who the Blue Jays have and all of that, but uh, I. For that uh, pitching. I, it is gonna also because I, I, it, it's something that we were talking about a little bit before um, with Jackie Bradley as the right fielder. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody thought when they made that trade that he was going to be. It was gonna be uh, March twenty first, and he was still gonna be an everyday starter. Mm-hmm. If, but there is that chance that he comes back. He's always yeah. been streaky. Maybe he was just really on the bad side of a streak for an entire season. And then this year he'll be on the good side of it and hit 330 or something. That or would be insane. I mean it's not not realistic. Um but there are other possibilities too. You can try Dalbeck or Arroyo in the outfield and use him as the right-handed platoon piece to him. Um Jaron Durin doesn't really work because they're both left-handed. Uh, yeah. I don't really think there are too many uh, outfield options that uh, I guess Franchi Cordero's left-handed too, so that doesn't really help you. Uh, none of the guys they got. I guess, uh, yeah, they've got... I I get the... Do you think that it's more likely that they bring in, like, a Will Myers, or do you think it's more likely that they sign, like, Tommy Pham or something like that? Who from the Philly? Who, who from the Padres are we going to
0: recycle? Right. I the idea of Myers feels bloom-like in the fact that they're also going to be able to get a decent, does my, I'm going to double check this. Does Myers, is he, is his contract up this year? Yeah. Cause I know it's like year,
1: 20 million and Hosmer's is like another three.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the thing is do the Padres, are they desperate enough to unload that 20 for one year that they're willing to give up like a, like a bigger chip prospect is my I don't question think, I,
1: i've been seeing a hassle come up a lot uh that like would be insane. I would feel that's not going to happen for myers like maybe hosmer maybe yeah. but they'd have to be throwing in another prospect with it as well because for one year 20 million you're not giving up uh you're not giving up one of your top fives
0: with that yeah you know? so the in that in that respect i don't know if if it would be a fit whereas like you can just say I can give Conforto money because I'm not going to get the uh, and potentially get the same production if not even better than what I would get from Will Myers and it's just money and I'm not going to get the prospect I want whereas like taking on like yeah taking on Hosmer and that a lot of money the question becomes okay, so then what do we do? Say we do that and say we get a hassle or you get a Capusano or, or you get a gore. Let's say you do. And then you're just stuck with him and you're like, it's it's money at this point. But then does Bobby Dahlbeck become our outfielder? And then we put, you know, you put... Um, you slide him into first base like so what happens to Dahlbeck at that point if you so that's why Myers feels more of a fit potentially not getting a bigger prospect that you want whereas like if you're like I want this prospect like I really really want this then yeah you probably go with some like go with first base but then yeah what does that do with Bobby Dahlbeck is the real yeah. question I mean I think I honestly
1: love the idea of him playing left field. I think that he's athletic enough that he could do it. He used to be a pitcher, has a good arm. It doesn't you know? It's a spot that it's a spot that he can play. I think if Manny Ramirez can do it, <sighs> you can yeah.
0: stick Hanley Ramirez out there for a season. Yeah, I think I mean, he wasn't very good it. at it. But yeah, so yeah, yeah if you have Dal, do- so you have let's say you have Dahl back and left, uh, Kike and center, and then you're moving Verdugo and right. I think Verdugo yeah. can handle either corner, and I think he dealt with like a lot of hamstring issues last year. So I think fully healthy, he's going to handle the corners with
1: ease. Yeah, so I'm not. He I don't good care. At- He looked good at right in 2020, didn't he? I have no
0: problem with him in right or left center. It gets a little dicey. Yeah, Putting him him on a corner, I don't care. So it could be interesting if that's your outfield and then you have Hosmer at first. And are you praying at that point, well, we got these prospects and are we going to maybe catch lightning in a bottle with Hosmer? And I remember when Hosmer was a free agent, a lot of people wanted the Red Sox to sign him because they were like, oh, this could be a really good swing for Fenway. So are we hoping that this lefty can just start peppering the walls and he can give us decent enough first base, you know, defense. Like, is it worth it to get a gore or like you said, a hassle or a Capusano? Like, do you roll with it? It's money at that point, you know? Yeah. I mean, and people are also
1: just assuming that like they're going to give up one of their top prospects yeah. that like we've heard of. I mean, it might be somebody that's like in their top 20 that I really likes. And we just have like never heard of him if that kind of trade happens. So it's true. Yeah, you know, like we'll. I get the feeling that we'll know in a few days, just because they'll have to, you know, have uh, we'll have to have the team together at some point.
0: Yeah, is there a deadline for them? Like, obviously, there's opening day, but I'm wondering, is there some set deadline?
1: I so don't. Like... It's it's kind of tricky because there's like the part of me that's like, well, you know, they handle this on uh, like they add players at the deadline all the time. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's true. It's, it's like, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, we were deep into spring training when JD was signed in 2018.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there really isn't a, a set deadline, but it, just for your own, like, but I mean, if you make a trade of a Hosmer or a Myers, they're both in camp right now yeah. playing games. So it's just like, oh, we got to go from Arizona to Florida, like yeah. type situation, you know, get settled in. But it's not as if they're not playing.
1: Yeah, or anything no, like that, that. Yeah, no, but, it's not like they have to catch up, play catch up or anything. Which yeah.
0: And I know people good. like, some people like hate Hosmer. I mean, I don't want it, but at the same time, I'm not going to be like so against it, especially if you get like a blue chip prospect with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's an albatross of a contract at this point. He was never, really what it is. he was never as good as he got paid, even when he was at his best. And he wasn't bad. He's always been a good fielder. You can he hit a little bit, but
0: really...
1: he'd, he he'd be a great hitter for a second baseman. Mm, yeah. You know? yeah, being at first, like really, a, a, yeah,
0: really hindered. He had one; it was his contract season. Yeah, of course, he was. He had a great season for the Royals.
1: Yeah, this and is then why the you don't Padres
0: gave him a shitload of money, and now, yeah, it's it's killing them. Like, what? Do you Like, I'm just curious. I'm gonna go on this thing and be like, exactly what is Hosmer?
1: I mean, he had a a WAR of exactly one last year. Oh uh, God, Eric. Two sixty nine average, twelve home runs, uh, three ninety five slugging percentage. Does that does oh. that really sound like uh, somebody that you want to give that much money to?
0: No, but interestingly enough, this was a front loaded deal. After oh, yeah? after let's say if they they do take it on, he's making twenty million in twenty twenty two, but then it goes down to thirteen for 2023, twenty twenty three, twenty four, twenty five
1: well that's better they were smart about that that it but he still even when he got first got to san diego he wasn't he wasn't hitting you know yeah he's playing every day so you know in my mind like i i like that that he plays every day i don't like that he's hitting 253 265 and not really drawing that many walks
0: yeah if he just power if he started if he became like an on-base machine that'd be fantastic you know yeah um but yeah like you say he's a first baseman so that that doesn't but i mean i don't know it really comes down to whether or not haim there is again a shitload of money coming off the books after this season i think it was something like ungodly like 98 million or something like i don't even know if that seems right but it was a it's a quite a bit of money that's coming off the books that um i think they should invest in xander and or devers um and i think they will i think de- i think the devers extension will come this off season, especially when all this money goes away that they can just yeah. be like all right let's figure this out what's your price
1: <laughs> i would i would also like that to happen sooner rather than later i i don't know like i like watching the same guys play
0: and, oh like, yeah for sure. especially that i know <laughs> when you have a really good like potentially one of the best hitters in baseball as your third baseman yeah like you you definitely want that type of person like in my opinion yeah M- M- mookie bets is mookie bets but like I would rather build around Xander. And I think, I mean, Xander or, or, like, I'd rather build around Xander and I'd rather build around Devers. Because, like, as as good as Betts is and what makes Betts as good as he is is that he is dynamic. He is a dynamic outfielder. He is a dynamic base runner, which ups his war. But there have been seasons, like, 2019, his, like, overall WRC+, plus, so, like, judging by, from a hitting standpoint, Devers... Bogarts and J.D. Martinez were better hitters in 2019 than Mookie Betts was. Like, that's a fact. Overall, the war is still going to win out, especially against the J.D. Martinez. You can't compare war with somebody who literally doesn't play defense against the best defensive right fielder and one of the most elite base runners in baseball. So your war is going to go up. But if you're coming talking from like a purely hitting standpoint, I think Devers is a better hitter. I'm not saying overall baseball player. I'm just saying hitter. It's like the same with Juan Soto. Like, it's going to be tough to ever say Juan Soto is the best overall player in baseball because his defensive metrics aren't great. But hitting-wise, I think he's a better hitter than Mike Trout, even now. So...
1: I think the other thing that's... Um, when you talk about who do you build your team around, it's a lot easier to get a right fielder than it is to get a, a shortstop and a third mm-hmm. baseman. Like, look at look at Hunter... Look at the situation with, like, Hunter Renfro. Oh, we got a guy that hit 30 home runs. Ah, let's trade him for prospects. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I, it's just... Mookie... Now, if Mookie was a second baseman, do they trade him? I don't think they do. I think mm. that you throw as you throw 500 million bucks at him and tell him, like okay you're here but yeah, maybe as a right fielder it was it was it just wasn't I, I don't think you invest that much in an outfielder it's just too it's just much easier to fill fill that gap in
0: it's also I, what I find interesting what the Dodgers are doing like we the dodgers have an athletic youth core for sure and their farm system is still ungodly um but it's interesting that they're paying the players that won championships elsewhere, Grant and Mookie won in 2020, but won championships elsewhere in their youth and it are paying them to age. It's like, yeah, yeah, we have two superstars. Like we have a superstar right fielder, a superstar like first baseman. And they're both for, you know, Mookie's a little less durable, but we know that the durability of Freddie Freeman is top notch and that probably won't change. Uh, but it's just funny that you just have that being like yeah we'll just because we can we're just going to overpay for your stars but my thing is like mookie Betts did i think the best season that mookie Betts is ever going to produce happened in 2018 we got it we got a championship um maybe freddie freeman's best days are behind him too and he got a championship for that team so it's sort of like thank you for overpaying <laughs> for the superstars that are going to decline because they already did what we needed them to do I mean, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a game that certainly rewards um, what you've done in the past rather than what you're going to do in the future. Very true. Very true. Um, it, It's interesting. So Fre- Freeman does have the kind of skill set that he... I think that it's more likely for him to continue being the player that he is, more so than Mookie, who you know hip issues are not good, and mm-hmm. he's not exactly the he's not the biggest dude in the world. If he's going to mm. lose his legs at some point, he's still probably going to be uh, a good player. Don't oh, get me wrong, but
0: of course, yeah, of course. but he's not
1: he's not going to be you know the Mookie bets that we saw win the MVP in two thousand eighteen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know how anybody can replicate that season because yeah,
1: I mean. Shit. <laughs> We got to see something special here with that, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But have you... So completely different note but have you been following spring training at all like much of the, much of the games or anything? Not as much as
0: I would like to because I'm working through like the games here are like 10am and I'm like working through 10am but um, hopefully if and today's game wasn't televised like I would have been able to have watched today's game a little easier at work at some times um, but unfortunately I just it was on the radio only yeah. um, but no I know you are and I mean I've been seeing like what's going on with like some of the young guys Guys. That's
1: yeah, th- there have been two uh guys in the Red Sox system that uh, especially um, this one guy Christian Koss, right? Um, he was acquired the Red Sox, this was back in 2020, around the time of the Mookie Betts trade act. Um, and they dealt uh this pitcher, Yon Abar, uh, to the Rockies because he, he needed to pull somebody off of the 40 man and they oh, got yeah. back the shortstop Christian Koss, who was like 21 at the time or something like that hadn't played above high a and Coss has actually done really well for himself uh he's probably going to be at double a this year oh,
0: dear.
1: um he played in the Arizona fall league uh and he had he had himself a game in the second spring training game of the year i think it was he hit two home runs including a walk off and they were absolute
0: oh nice
1: um so that's one that's uh that's interesting to see and i mean he's still a little ways away but you hear a lot about guys like Marcelo Mayer, uh brandy or bonacci are both ahead of him on the uh shortstop depth chart but uh he's definitely one to keep an eye on just because he has that versatility he's a good fielder he can hit for power um and then there's also ryan fitzgerald
0: Mm -hmm. uh, yeah i saw that that was a bomb
1: yeah. That yeah. He hit. He's he's had a couple of home runs now. Um, he hit one today and he hit one I forget what he hit the other one actually, but um he's one of these guys, he's 27. They drafted him, they didn't draft him, he was taken oh, was out of the Yeah, he line was line? a guy who didn't get drafted and they ended up uh get taking him out of uh, the indie league a few years ago and he sort of just steadily walked his way up, worked his way up. And he's one of these he's one of these dudes that kind of can do everything reasonably well but nothing spectacular he's like mm. a jack he's a jack of all trades master of gun he can play they're really really grooming him to be a utility guy plays outfield second short third um he can steal a little he'll draw a walk He'll hit a home run every now and then mm. um but he's somebody that i think that they if, if they had had a rule five draft he's somebody that they might have lost in it
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting that that's clearly somebody that loves this game of baseball for how much we know they're shittily paid and treated that you're 27 and you're still chasing the stream. That's, I mean, it's just like sort of like, you know, the, the idea of like for every light on Broadway, there's a broken heart. I mean, it oh, works, yeah. where it works in sports as well. Like for every Mike Trout, there's going to be a Fitzgerald, you know, and yeah. it's, it's unfortunate. That, like well, Mike Trout had multiple MVPs by like 27. <laughs> like, <laughs> well,
1: crazy. It, but it can the thing is though that it's also never too late if you, oh, you know absolutely. You, it takes some luck, obviously. And he's managed to he, he took the opportunity that he was given. And it's been a little bit of a slow burn, but he made it to AAA last year. So That's he's great. not he's not that far away. He's definitely on the organization's radar. I think Sox Prospects has him at 38th. Cost is at 31st by comparison there. So uh yeah, you know, or mm-hmm. 30 seconds, something like that. Um, but those two have really been like the uh like the, the the previously unheard of guys who have kind of taken off.
0: Yeah. I think uh interesting. Uh I have a bit I have a question for you. I wonder, yeah. uh, you know, with the, the signing of Trevor's story, uh what does this mean for Jeter Downs? <laughs>
1: Oh man. So Downs, I mean, it's, it's, Oh
0: God, Downs it's already being
1: was already groomed as a second baseman at at this point, even though he's technically listed as a shortstop. I think that it's a little quick for people to just give up on him after he effectively skipped double a got sent straight to triple a and got his ass beat, um, (sighs) after having a year off. So I think that reports of his demise have been a little exaggerated. Um, but here's the thing. If he does come back, you know, you had like he has a good year at AAA. You have a potentially utility guy there. Yeah. You have um, somebody that if somebody gets hurt, which let's not kid ourselves, Story or Bogarts are it's both different, reaching different. 30. You know, yeah. they're guys like uh, you, you, you pop your hamstring or something, you pop your elbow, you could be out for a while. So having the depth is good. Um, and he also becomes a trade ship then if it turns out he can still hit a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, it's always good to have that depth. Maybe they'll be able to trade him. Maybe he'll fill in. But um, yeah, it's certainly there isn't an immediate path to the majors right now for Downs. That's 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 for sure.
0: Yeah, and of course you'll have the the Mookie stands that'll say, Oh, we got. Yeah, Did they I just don't... forget that Verdugo is like the main. I I didn't think yeah. that it
1: was about the prospects in that one because no. you, you take Brown. Uh, that's what you're doing. You take Router
0: all right Yeah. I think that... I'm excited. I think Verdugo's going to have a breakout year. I think he's going to be... I think he's going to have a really, 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 really
1: solid year. I would just love for him to learn how to hit the opposite way. Getting rid of the shift is going to be the best thing that ever happened to that guy's career.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's a big reason why I think he's going to have a nice one. Yeah, like, (laughs) use the monster baby. Like, it's there. Come on. Start. Just pepper it. Just start peppering it.
1: He's underrated though. I think that... um, (sighs) You know, that, you know, you have, I mean, we talk about this a lot that the rays are always like underestimated. Mm-hmm. I think that it's not a good idea to just go up and down the lineup and be like oh well this team's clearly better than this one because if you have a team that's flexible and can react to things and all that did you see
0: that yankee fan that was comparing everybody and then intentionally put jackie in center rather than kike to make sure that he was worse than aaron hicks uh yeah uh... Yeah, it was like strategically done, and also just like wildly. Like, of course, like we're everybody's gonna have a little bit of a bias, but like some of it was just like wildly inaccurate.
1: Oh yeah, and it's like... not
0: like that. Uh, it's not like, like I
1: was just kinda of bored at work and I started shit with a Blue Jays fan who was talking about how Bill Bichette's better than the oh god uh, yes. that and was I was just great. Like, I was just like you sound you, it you said sounds more like you're uh you're just upset that your team hasn't won a world series since 1993
0: <laughs> Right? yeah. Were you even alive, bro? Yeah, like, you're, you know, uh, that, that drought can
1: legally drink.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then some. Uh, you, no, it's 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 so true to think that like you know thing. Like uh, we're approaching like 20 years for even like the Angels. Like it's been two decades since the Angels won their their championship, and that's just crazy when you you think about like you know 2002 didn't seem like that far far away, and you're like, holy shit, that was like 20 years ago. Yep.
1: Yep. Right. Honestly, the be- the beginning of the lockout feels like it was like a really long time ago. Which, by the way, I am just so happy to oh. actually be talking about real baseball right now, watching spring <sighs> trading games. It's. Carbillers it's it's just nice. way, you know. It's really good. nice. Oh gosh, I had tickets for the six, uh, the the April sixteenth game, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I forgot that I had them, and I got my girlfriend for uh for Valentine's Day. I got us like a cooking class. That's oh. on like the exact same time as that, so now I have to like sell off the tickets. Oh I have, two, I have some other ones that it was part of a package that I have got like for a oh, game, you... game later on. And stuff,
0: oh, did you but... get like a ticket package?
1: Yeah, it was uh, my sister got it for me as a birthday present. I just. That's assume nice. that there wasn't going to be a season at least in april so i was like you're i like, can well, uh, well, yeah i don't have to cute, check
0: cute date night and you're like shit
1: yeah no now i'm just gonna be distracted by my phone the entire time No, i'll get to learn how to make sushi it's fine and it's like that
0: actually sounds
1: pretty fun yeah, no, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. That's kind of, at least for me, that's been my trick for getting good date presents is buy something that I would want, but that I can kind of gauge if they would also want.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, you're thinking, oh, well, she'll like it, but you know you'll like it. So that's a good one, Ed, I like.
1: <laughs> well, my original plan was to book uh, like a, dog sled team to like give us a tour of something but like nobody was doing that I've been wanting to I've been wanting to do like a pseudo and dinner thing forever.
0: where would you even do that
1: you do them like up in Vermont they're just like, like fucking really? expensive it was like oh. the cheapest I could find was like 600 bucks for like two hours so I was kind of like uh, let's learn how to make sushi it's fine Ooh,
0: that's 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 deep yeah, yeah yeah maybe that's something you can do in the future but yeah. sushi that seems like a cute one I like that one but, but, yeah, we're, we're back. We're talking about baseball. And we, we're we going to have a season very, very soon. You know, it's not going to be March 31st, obviously. But we're going to get a full 162, a couple doubleheaders thrown in there. We're going to have the Universal DH, uh, which I'm I'm excited about. It's so interesting that you just have so many different players going to different teams that you they would never go to. Oh, yeah.
1: Nelson Cruz to the Nationals is going to be a blast.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy. Like. It's going to be hitting bombs with uh, with Soto. Or, you know, even, you know, you have the Phillies add in Castellanos and Schwarber. Like, one of them's probably going to DH because both of them are not great uh defensively so to say the least <laughs> we'll see i mean that Phillies lineup once again i mean like that's that's never been dombrowski's problem he could always get a lineup that's gonna bang it's gonna be a bullpen and that bullpen right now is a mess
1: so oh, god and there aren't exactly that there's like richard rodriguez and that's kind of it use my use use, use more petit if you, you count mm. him but no there really isn't anybody that's a standout reliever left uh but i was wondering if before we leave we could uh do another round of the free agent signing game that we did last time
0: oh yeah let's do it
1: because there have been quite a few changes since then so some of these guys we talked about a little bit before so but this is gonna be so it's gonna be lightning round okay Mm
0: mhm bernie freeman like what do i what do i think about what do you think of the signing? Oh, what do I think about signing? Um, I mean, it's a, it's a great signing. I mean, it's stupid money. It's a, it's a lot of years for a 32-year-old. Uh, but, I mean, especially in the short term, like, that lineup, like, bite me. <laughs> like, bite me.
1: <laughs> They're going to hit. Me.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they do, they have decent enough pitching, too. Like, you have Mueller, They they retained Clayton. So, yeah, the the Dodgers are going to win the West. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Good Correa,
1: luck.
0: uh, wild, wild. Um, I don't know what the hell Minnesota's doing. Uh, for Correa, it's brilliant. Like it's t- like I said earlier, it's technically like a one-year show me. Uh, but then if he just isn't. What he thinks he it like? Or he didn't have the season, or he gets injured. Like he's guaranteed two more years at thirty five. I think what is it thirty five one? So technically he's the the highest paid. Yep, shortstop. he like he went out
1: of his way to do that too in yep. that deal. It was like something super super petty and specific. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I mean, Chris Bryant. the nice. fuck. <laughs> I i i get that it's an 11 hour drive if you want to drive to vegas um it's a probably a like an 11 what's maybe a two hour flight home he has a wife and i believe one baby and another baby on the way so cool a shitload of money like a shitload of money but your ass is stuck in colorado for seven years so good luck chris
1: <laughs> hey you will have fun hitting 50 home runs there every yeah. year at least well, he's
0: gonna blast him out he'll have a good time he's got his bag he'll be near the wifey and the kids whenever he needs to be um maybe vegas will get an expansion team and he'll get traded um so uh it made apps like this was the wild this was like a wild off season for like dudes going to places. I, I like scratched the head about, but you know, money, money talks too. it proved it hundred percent proved that he's like, I went to, I was a Chicago cub. We broke the goddamn, like, 108-year curse. Like, I'm a king in Chicago. I got my ring. Let me get my bag. I literally don't care where I'm going to go. And Colorado's going to, for some strange reason, pay me, but then not pay Arenado. Or, I mean, I guess they wanted to pay Story. Story just knew they weren't going to win for shit. (laughs) So he's like, I'll take less to go to Boston. And I like that. Take, like, because that's me. I'm very much a... you. When we're talking millions, like how much, how many more Ferraris do you need or how many more houses do you need? I wanna chase rings. So I'm already rich. Like Trevor's story is ungodly wealthy right now. (laughs) Like six years, 140 million. Holy shit. But uh, clearly he could have gotten more, but he's like, I'm already rich as fuck. I want some rings. I respect that. I respect that. I also respect you wanna get the bag too. But I mean, i don't know i don't know
1: i don't know <laughs> combo here nick castellanos and uh kyle schwarber to the phillies
0: uh castellanos makes so much sense because dombo dombrowski bringing back his boy uh yep. you know like dombrowski like if jd leaves Dumbo's Dom- probably gonna want him in philly too um uh it makes sense i mean it makes sense um for both of them, like I said, that lineup's going to bang the DH allows, you know, to make either one of them, the DH, uh, both. I think Castellanos is a more solid bat than Schwarber. Cause really outside of like 2021, like Schwarber has been sort of hit or miss. So I wasn't really broken up by not getting, not bringing back Kyle Schwarber. It didn't really break me up. I think Trevor story is a better investment, especially for your future. Um, So I think both of those, I would have loved Castellanos. I I think he's great. I think he's JD light, you know, and I loved his comments, man. That dude has no, like that dude does not give two fucks and will shade the shit out of anybody. Like I love it. He literally just so much shade at the Reds ownership. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, loved
1: it. No, he's a he's a funny guy. Yeah, uh, I would have I liked it. Castellanos too, but I actually yeah. I actually agree with you for the most part. I think Schwarber people loved him and rightfully so. But yeah. I think as far as like pure ability goes, wasn't. Uh, I think it got a little overstated here.
0: Uh, yeah, and he would have slid into DH well if, if that's the decision they want to. But it's like, I mean, of course you're always going to say you want to stay with the team that you're with and a team that you want a World Series with. But, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that they could just give JD, like, another contract and he continues to be the DH. So, yeah. you know, there's just multiple options for the idea of the, the DH in the future for the Red Sox. Uh,
1: Kenley Jansen, Atlanta Braves.
0: I was shocked. I thought for sure that he was just going to stay in LA for sure. Um, you want to go to the world championship yeah. I mean, that, that you want to talk about how bad the bullpen is in like Philadelphia. That's like how good Atlanta's bullpen is. That is a bullpen. Yeah. Like that's a great 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 bullpen but and then they have really great starting young starting pitching too. Like their Max Fried's going to be back and hopefully hopefully Soroka is healthy finally because yeah. that's your best pitcher when healthy Soroka is insane. Um so you know you have like a, a 1 2 of like Soroka freed that and don't don't count
1: out Ian Anderson either. He could Yeah, pitch. Anderson's
0: really good too. And then what is it right that he's kind of he's Kyle uh, there's right there's yeah. uh, Miller um, they've got Charlie
1: Morton there, don't they? They
0: do have Charlie Morton too. Like, that's a, like shit. That's a, that's that's a goddamn good team. It's it's. I think that I think they're gonna win the East again. Like I know that. It, I mean, it's tough to bet against Grom and Scherzer, uh, you know, uh, as a one-two punch in the East for there. But man, and it doesn't take that much to win the NL East either. So
1: well, the Mets are certainly trying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: Mets and the Phillies are both, uh, both, I mean, it's trying, gonna be tough.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be tough. That's gonna be like a three, a three horse race. Like, finally, yeah. like, there'll be competition for Atlanta in there. But Atlanta also just like, I, I also thought, I think Anthopolis is brilliant. And I thought, like, being like, okay, we're gonna lose Freddie Freeman, like, or even if we're like, oh, okay, like, we, like, the idea of like, okay, so what is my backup plan? Like, Matt Olson, trade for him. And then immediately sign him, and I—I I know we both love Freddie, but there's a good chance that Olsen could produce more, like better than Freddie, over the like next six years.
1: Yeah, I mean that's but like, there's that's also partially just because of the age difference there.
0: Oh yeah, he's younger, yeah. so like they got young, they got one of the best first basemen that is younger. To I, uh, you replaced a a franchise bat, so unfortunately there's going to be scrutiny and I'm going to feel bad for Olsen if he struggles at all. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Thank God it's not like New York or Boston. though.
1: <laughs> Very true. Two more for you. Mm. Say a Suzuki to the, uh, to the Cubs.
0: That one didn't make any sense to me.
1: What the fuck are the Cubs doing?
0: I have absolutely no effing idea what the Cubs are doing. Like, is Jed <laughs> Hoyer on drugs? Because, like, like what... Are, yeah, literally, what are you doing? I, thought sh- <laughs> I don't know. I thought for sure that he was going to... I thought Audie Moreno was just going to be like, you know what, we need more hitting, and like.
1: <laughs> I thought it was going to be Padres or Red Sox, and I was not right about either of those things. No,
0: it's because the Cubs were pulling out the butts. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, out of the butt. Yep. Um, good for him. He got a lot of money. Uh, he's going to be cold, and he's going to be a lot further away from uh, from Japan. Like, you know.
1: Yep. So, last but not least on these, there were a lot of signings over the Mm -hmm. last few days, but this is, uh, we can't go over all of them. But this one was actually my favorite Zach Grinke returning to the Kansas City Royals. I love it. I do too. I think uh, the Royals are ready to compete. I think that um they have a very young pitching staff and they don't have like that elder statesman. Um, yeah. you know, they've got a lot of these just extremely talented arms coming up. Your Lynch, your Daniel Lynch's, your Asia Lacy's, yeah, Chris they've got uh Carlos Hernandez looked really good last year. Um, so they've got some good good arms there. They're getting better offensively. I mean, they've got, in my opinion, the best catcher in the game. No offense, uh, JT Romuto, but uh I'm uh, They have a
0: power him. hitting catcher. Yeah. That's about all. Like I don't know. If you really look at some of it, it's like he's gonna hit you forty home runs, but the rest of it is like well, I don't know. doesn't have a bad arm.
1: Uh, I, I, I
0: just really like Real Moto. Like, oh, I mean,
1: no, Romuto Don't get me wrong, yeah. Romuto's excellent. I'm just, uh, I'm just a big old Salvador Perez stamp. So.
0: Oh no, he's he's very good, uh, and he's been there for what feels like a thousand years. Yeah,
1: between him and Merrifield, like.
0: Yeah, yeah, wit. Uh, yeah, no, I think they're going to be really good. I think it's going to be tough to compete in the Central, but.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, um, wit also Bobby Witt Jr. coming up for them.
0: Oh God! They need to like that. That guy is like shit. Like that's a potential superstar right there. Yeah,
1: there's uh, oh, and he's l-
0: so young. He's like twenty-one.
1: Yep, there's a lot of talk about him maybe starting the season in the majors too. Shit, good for him. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I I absolutely love. I would love. I would have loved, because I think Zach Greinke is like this weird, quirky kind of guy that I feel like fans in Boston would be like receptive to, but the, the atmosphere of Boston doesn't bode well for who zach rank is especially being someone who has been very open with dealing with mental health issues and anxiety so like a new york or a boston are not necessarily a, a place that is good for someone like him but at the same time i feel like the zany mentality is something that like the fans would have just been like oh yeah we oh. love this guy
1: <laughs> you yeah. know? oh 100 percent but, uh, yes. so, yes, that's, yeah, I, I, I think about that sometimes, like how, like, I wonder if Boston was an easier place to play and, like, what players we they would have had come here, which guys were just, like, absolutely not.
0: I know, I kind of hate that it's a tough place to play, but. Yeah. It's the media, really. It's not even the fans. I don't even really think no. it's the fans. I think it's our media is dog shit. I'm sorry yeah. to some of the media guys out there. There are great ones out there. Do not get me wrong. But then there are some that are just. Uh Excuse uh me.
1: Sorry about that.
0: It's the guys that like wrote articles about how Haim didn't do anything before the offseason was over. Yeah. And then you look like a moron. Yep. When he gets Trevor's story.
1: (sighs) Pretty much. And I don't think he's done yet either. I think there's a little more. There's there's still a little more that he's cooking. I
0: think there's. I would love if there was a trade for pitching, but you're going to have to give up a lot if you want like the A's guys. Like you're going to have to give up a shitload.
1: I I just. I don't think that's going to be. I think. I don't think. I. I don't think that Bloom makes moves that we predict him to, when you think about everything that he's done. Mookie, we knew that he was going to trade him, but the return we couldn't have expected. Yeah. Um... You know that some of the like the other deals he needed a setup guy last year and he traded for Adam Ottavino.
0: I know that one was wild. Good luck to Adam in New York for the team that wants to win. (laughs) I love Adam Ottavino shade too. Cool guy. Um,
1: It was people forget just how good he was for about three months with the Red Sox before they they overused him.
0: I was always Uh, that was that was really the problem was the overuse of those those right handed.
1: Yeah, Ottavino and Barnes just got that's that's sort of that's Cora's one. Glitch, if you ask me, it's just that he doesn't really know how to run a pen that uh, effectively, yeah. a modern like a modern day pub But neither here nor there.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah. So that's that's today's episode.
0: Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, and thank you for anybody that watched this live. I probably nobody, but we're up here. You can catch us if you want to see our beautiful faces. We'll also, like I said, we'll be up tomorrow. I'll post up tomorrow uh, the new episode.
1: Yeah, so, I think. I think the guy who's white knighting you on Twitter right now might be uh because I, I he he's mad that me and that other guy refuse to acknowledge that Trevor's story is a shortstop.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I think that some people think that like Ed was probably being a dick. And I was like, I know Ed's not. And I'm like, I'm gonna give it back to him.
1: It's just it's 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 peak humor for me, being like this person that is objectively better at this thing is actually worse because it's just what it says on his name
0: tag now oh of course but uh it's like, no, it's I just season. find it funny about? that we have our own Jeter A-Rod situation
1: yeah it's great it's I it's mean so... Trevor's
0: story is not necessarily like on the caliber of like what A-Rod was when he went yeah. there from a player standpoint because everything about A-Rod was better than Derek Jeter right We're just at this point we're just strictly talking defense yeah like I'm oh, strictly like... talking defense I'm not talking the overall player but the idea of like Alex Rodriguez the best at that time the best shortstop in baseball is gonna go play third base because i'm derrick jeter
1: no hang on i just want to before before we head out i do want to read you this one comment that like i eyed a little while ago and have just i was trying so hard not to laugh while we. i haven't
0: been on twitter so it's gonna be good
1: um so I had been continuing to just kind of be, be be a douche, but I thought it was very obvious that it was a bit. Um, because he, like, wrote, like, what part of Trevor's story has a major league shortstop to the two of you, Alex and Ed not seem to understand, to which I said, because there was a clear typo here, where does he keep, like, it sounds like he has a shortstop. So I said, where does he keep them, his barn? Oh, Jesus. And then this guy said, it's funny, you did not even think Story was one of... The training top 10 remaining free agent, second baseman. Yet here we are because I have like my blog where here, I like yeah. write this stuff. And it's like, wait a minute, did you go and look up like my one article where He's I, I talked about this? So, first of all, that's neat. Second of all,
0: <laughs> how did you
1: not think I was joking? Like,
0: yeah. I just I... go
1: i just don't get sometimes there's like things get
0: lost in translation and then people are like oh are you attacking this person and it's like yeah sometimes it's like people attacking but like i know what ed was meaning from the first thing that's why i was like but you know he's technically not a second baseman yet like he hasn't taken he's never
1: never played a game at second baseman not yet you know." I thought me referring to the Red Sox as ma- as like Major League Baseball organization Boston Red Sox would kind of be a giveaway that I wasn't serious. I guess not.
0: No, you you're like I really like to type it out. I really like the formal name, <laughs> like, you know. Oh, but we have fun on Twitter. Um, I went. I just I had just been pissing men off over this like past week between my reviews of things on letterbox and then my like feelings about certain things within within baseball Bailey
1: and, why do you hate men
0: yeah I also got I got so got told that I hate men and last time I checked I'm I'm a fan of of men you know like there are no you, women in
1: baseball right now
0: yeah, yeah, I, I, I like to watch the, the Butts play baseball, you know? Um, the Boston Butts, great team. Right, great team. But the <laughs> idea of, like, somebody, like, randomly coming into the DMs and just being like, oh, why do you, like, and I'm like, I also have no idea where said person got that feeling. Was it because, like, I have, like, texted about how, like, I've tweeted about how Trevor Bauer is a piece of dog shit? So apparently that means that I hate men. Like, I don't even know where this person was getting any of that, like, I hate men vibe at all.
1: Maybe he reads your letterbox and had, like, was reading other people's reviews of it.
0: Right? People being like, my letterbox review, hardcore, talking about how someone was a shitty boyfriend. Factual. Got attacked for it. <laughs> attacked for it. And I read my review to two of my friends after we had watched the movie, and they were like, no, like, the dude was 100% a shitty boyfriend. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Watch the movie, people, and then you'll understand my review. Um, like, but th- these people clearly didn't watch the movie, but they thought they did. And then, like, yeah, I get just attacked in my DMs from someone about like, oh, you must hate men because you write a review about how somebody's a shitty boyfriend, or um, also attacking. This was my favorite, being like oh are you uh something about like oh you're not getting paid for are you upset that you're not being paid for this I was like any of the podcasting that I do at this point yes I'm not getting paid for it's about like growing it and then I like responded with like I do this for fun and then said person responded back you know what I mean I'm like do I know what you mean what does I was that like, mean you, I was like are you talking about like the fact that I have an MFA in screenwriting and I, at this point I have not been paid to be a screenwriter, but I have a job at paramount pictures. Like, and I'm on my way to achieving my goals. Like, dude, like, I think you sit in your mom's basement and you're talking about me. Who's trying to do multiple ventures, who has a job at a studio that is trying to do things like, because I'm not Aaron Sorkin that like, I'm upset. <laughs> it's just, it's also just like, why would you
1: like harass a stranger?
0: It, that too and this felt very eighth grade I was like oh my god did yeah. I go back to middle school is this like 2002 like yeah. it felt like a 2002 vibes like yeah like,
1: no it's very much like oh I, I think this girl's cute so I'm gonna be mean to her
0: yeah like the whole nagging thing and I'm less like yeah. this shit's strange but yeah so there's there are people out there that are sliding into my dms I get the men that like want to take me on dates and I'm like oh dude like you're not my type but and then I'll get the dudes that tell me I hate men so it's fun
1: balances out eventually it it's a good time
0: <laughs> slide into my dms and be a nice person and we can chat about things and then that's what i like those are the dms that i like
1: yeah where can um, they slide into your dms at
0: you can slide into my gms dm gms jesus i can talk you can slide into the dms at fraline 89 you can check it out right there if you're seeing it if not at frau L E I N eight, nine. You can check me out there. That's pretty much every one of my social medias is that if you want to follow me on letterbox though, weirdly, <laughs> my letterbox is not frawline eight, nine. Cause like when I made it, I must've been on drugs. That is B A Y L E I G H. Like my name, A 25 You can follow me on letterbox there, but every other socials is frawline eight, nine. And then you can follow Ed. Where can we find you, Ed?
1: Edward had date because, uh I read username and I say my real name will suffice. yeah um yeah, so that's a pretty uh, you find both of us at bubbly uh, baseball yeah,
0: yeah um
1: that's if you if, if you're listening to the podcast, that's probably where you're gonna want to reach out to us at
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, reach out to us, chat with us uh, We're having fun with this and this is a new new way of getting into the live and just like I said, you can, you can you can see my headphones and my Shohei Otani pillow and my baby and all that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't see any of that shit here for me, and I am gonna keep it that way. You are. I'm already wearing clothes that are just like where I work in my name, so I gotta. Keep I know, them. right? I gotta keep some kind of mystery.
0: And you can see my very eggshell wall too, and my soda stream. Fun times.
1: You have there a cool house. California is where like cool shit is.
0: It is. That's why I'm and not have, showing the rest of my place. Boston. And just... I have a stormtrooper is my stormtrooper just hanging out all that good stuff i don't know where oh, my yeah. dog is my dog oh, was here and now she's penny, not let's it. make penny famous like let's let's get like this thing's gonna take off because penny's so cute
1: i mean she is really cute i gotta we gotta find one she didn't like it we got her a red sock jersey and i think she hid it somewhere so <gasps> gotta find that for opening day
0: oh yeah i got to dress her all cute all right well thank you everybody And I uh, appreciate you watching, listening, all that good stuff. We'll talk to you soon.